So being here three months, my first few months of priesthood, you may have heard me reference myself as a baby priest, just getting going here. And yesterday, that ended, my goodness. I started with an hour of confessions, went back to Crane Road for some RE meetings, back here for my first wedding at St. Patrick's, that was pretty exciting, back for another hour of confessions, and then I went out to the Boy Scouts and had a mass, the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts are out camping this weekend, uh, mass at five, mass at six, no problem, right? But thankfully, the church gave us the world's longest gospel of all time. That was beautifully read by Deacon Jim. I was running a bit late, and after Mass, had to jump in the car, fully vested, just like this. Swing down here, and the poor altar servers, they weren't sure uh, if I was going to make it or not. But I did, and it was a great day, right? No longer a baby priest, now moving into some sort of sophomoric adolescence with an attitude problem that Monsignor's got to worry about. Um, so I'm there yesterday before the Cub Scouts, and I'm talking to one of the moms. Great to see a lot of kids from the school there. And one of the moms, they had their daughter with them. She's in the preschool, I recognized her right away. She said, oh, Father, you got brought up at lunch. It's like, really? That's interesting. Yeah. My daughter said, Mom, do you think Father Claydar knows who I am? Like, I don't know. Maybe. So I was like, oh, it's so cute. You know, the little girl, she's talking about me. She knows my name. That's really adorable. I have no idea who she is. We've got 700 kids between the preschool and the grade school. I try to know as many of the kids as possible, but it's just, it's too many names. I know the troublemakers. That's, that's JT and Caitlin over there. I know the troublemakers, right? But no, I, there's it's, uh, grace that it's a beautiful parish with tons of families, but it's impossible. I, try to know as many people as possible. I recognize faces, very good with faces. That's the opposite of what's going on in this gospel, brothers and sisters. Our Heavenly Father is completely opposite. He has not only known about us our entire time on earth, but all of history of mankind. He knew that in 2019, each and every one of you would be alive. He's been excited for you to experience life at this time, and oh my goodness, this is not Oh, let's make boo 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 No, the world is missing something without each of us here. He knows us individually. He loves us individually. And his greatness would not be magnified without each and every one of us. And doesn't this gospel, brothers and sisters, say that so beautifully, right? My favorite line, my favorite line. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. The son who left on his way back, the father was waiting for him. No matter where we are in our spiritual journeys, the father is always asking us to take that next step, to enter into deeper relationship with us, and he loves us. We would die if we understood how much he loves us. And if that's not a reality in your life, then seriously, you need to come talk to me because there's a problem. There's a spiritual blockage and we need to work on how we can get rid of that because that's a reality. Brothers and sisters, God knows you. He sent his only son to die for you. And in a few moments, we're going to receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. And in those moments, let 
the Lord love you the way you deserve to be loved.